Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Ticket to Life. I feel like I haven't uh, made a podcast in a while, although I, I have uh, been publishing them, but I've been busy, and I do several ahead of time. So anyway, happy October. Just to let uh, everyone know, it is October 2022. Can you believe that? The year is coming to an end soon. I know it's still a few months away, but crazy and you're seeing all the Christmas stuff in the stores and a lot of people are just like freaked out about that I can't believe they have Christmas stuff in the stores well get over it they do and it's out there and it's you know I always say like a lot of the uh, big chain stores have Christmas stuff at the craft stores because people who are doing crafts for Christmas need to start like if not in June they need to start now but anyway that's a pet peeve of a lot of people. It doesn't bother me, and it just gets me excited that Christmas is around the corner. Of course, here in Texas, when you say, oh, fall, oh, it must be great, the cool, crisp air. No, it's hot. It's Last week, it was in the 90s. <laughs> this week, it's in the 80s. The evenings are nice and cool, so there's your weather update for Texas. But anyway, this is a very, very important podcast, and it's a very important month in October. I would hope that the majority of the universe knows, <laughs> here in the States at least, um, that this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I don't know if you know a lot about it because it's never affected you personally, but it has in my life. Um, not me personally, not myself, but to friends and loved ones. But um, anyway, so this is a very important month. And... And so many are like, why is it pink? Well, if you are curious about the color and why is it pink, well, guess what? You're going to get a history lesson on Breast Cancer Awareness Month. <laughs> um, but uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month began in 1985 as a partnership between the American Cancer Society and the Pharmaceutical Division of Imperial Chemical Industries. Betty Ford helped kick off the wing week excuse me, week-long event, as she was herself a survivor of breast cancer. She was diagnosed when her husband, Gerald Ford, was president of the United States and brought even more attention to breast cancer. Because at one time, this is me speaking, not reading anymore, but um, if women had breast cancer, you just didn't talk about it. You just dealt with it, you know. And a lot of people still do that. They're like, oh, I'm sick and I don't want anyone to know. And I'm all about, oh, I'm sick. I need to let the universe know because I need everyone to be praying for me. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm by the grace of God, I have not had any issues with cancer at all personally, like I said earlier. But um, what was the goal for all of this? Well, the er, I'm reading all this and I'm reading this from a uh, brief history of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, and it is from... Brevard Health Alliance. I gotta give them their uh, 
little sponsorship there. I'm, they're not sponsoring me, but, I, but since I'm reading this, I need to let you know where I got this information from the Internet. But the early goal of Breast Cancer Awareness Month was to educate women about breast cancer and early detection tests so they could take charge of their breast health, which makes total sense now uh, because back in the day, we weren't told to test our breast and touch them and you just you know if you found a lump well okay I'll go to my doctor and he can deal with it you know I don't think people really realized how serious or maybe they did I don't know um, how serious it was back then but it it is and it's still around unfortunately um, the color pink um, why pink why not who doesn't like pink I love pink um, the first a nationwide campaign that utilized the pink ribbon was back in 1992 by Estee Lauder Cosmetics. They handed out an impressive 1.5 million of them and ushered in the pink ribbon as a premier visual of a reminder of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I think it's great. And uh, here it says the NFL uh, has become one of the largest supporters of Breast Cancer Awareness Month and nearly all players, coaches, and referees uh, wear pink ribbon or wear something to sig uh, to signify uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I think that's awesome because they are doing that. And um, so anyway, so there's a little history on how it started and why. And I think it's a great idea. I did find a great website and it is breastcancernow.org. I will put this on the description of, you know, each podcast has a description of what so the, the, the podcast is about. So I will also put that link on there. Um, and the three things they tell us to do is one, touch your breast. Now, a lot of women don't do that, but you should. Not just your significant other should be touching your breast. You should touch your breast. They're yours. You can touch them. And if it makes you feel good, even better. But you should touch your breath. Breast. <laughs> touch your breast. Um, it may take your breath away while touching your breast. But <laughs> it's very important that you do this. Um, you can get on the Internet. You can go to your doctor's office. They usually have pamphlets. And that shows you how you should touch your breast. Um, one of the ways that I do it is in the shower. Um, because I'm all nice and lathery, and I hope I'm not getting anyone excited talking about this, but seriously, it is easier for me to touch my breast in the shower. Um, it's easier to test for lumps or whatever, so it's very important for us to do that. Um, the second thing they suggest is to look for changes. I'm not a fan of looking at myself, but you should look in the mirror and look at your breast, look at yourself, um, and see if you do see any changes. And third thing we should do is check for any changes. And if you do, definitely go to your GP. Go to your general practitioner. Do not wait and say, oh, it's probably nothing. It will go away because you will find more peace in finding out and getting t getting it taken care of than putting it off and it's spreading. I had uh, someone that I knew that did that. 
she she waited and she wasn't sure about it and um she's no longer with us it's scary i understand it is so stinking scary but you've got to do that um i i don't want to know i wouldn't want to know but if it's going to save my life, yes, I guess I better go and take care of it because my life is important to me because I feel as though I am important to my family and my friends. And so this is something important that women need to take care of. Uh, I don't know how many of you know this, but men also can get breast cancer. My brother-in-law, who is a professor of demography in Australia, was the one who informed me that uh, men's breasts are exactly, I mean, pretty close, not exactly, but uh, like women's breasts. The only thing they're lacking are, the, I believe, the pronunciation is lobules that, that helps produce the milk. So it's not just women who get breast cancer. And a lot of people don't realize this, that men, too, can get breast cancer. About one out of 100 breast cancer diagnoses in the U.S. are men, which is crazy. It's called invasive ductal carcinoma. And again, a lot of people don't realize that men's breasts are pretty close to what a woman's breast. They can't produce milk. Um, but I'm sure eventually science will figure out a way for them to do that. Um, I don't know with the... Oh, I don't want to go into change, sex change and stuff. But anyway, um, I'm not talking about that right now. Anyway, so it's very important for men also to check their breast, especially if um, breast cancer runs in the family. Um because it, it's, it, it's just it's so important that we take care of ourselves. Because you may not think you're important to someone, but you are. We are all important to someone. Someone loves you. Someone cares for you. And this is why you have to take care of yourself. So uh, breastcancernow.org. Make sure to go there. They also have, uh, you can contact a nurse there at, Zero eight zero eight eight hundred six thousand. That I will also put in the description. And apparently, you can talk to nurses there, and you can. Um, they've got forums, and they've got. You can email, and hopefully, you know. I don't know how quickly they'll return your message, but I think it's great because a lot of people don't want to talk about it to their family. It is a private issue. I I totally get that, but. If it is, let those that you do know pray for you. Prayer can, if it's to me, the power of prayer is just amazing. It find it can find calmness in people. It helps people. Um, so back in many moons, I started saying that mammograms should start at the age of fifty to seventy-four because that's the average age of breast cancer. But can a twenty-year-old get breast cancer yes uh different uh, young ages you don't have to have had children you can get breast cancer unfortunately if you are young talk to your doctor you really need to talk to your doctor because i'm hoping that you are going yearly for your regular checkups because those are important don't put it off especially if there's history in your family like i said yes i'm such a mother don't you just feel like you hear this podcast and i'm scolding you all the time <laughs> 
this is what you need to do. You need to do this. <laughs> I don't mean to. It's just I care about people, and, and I care about my listeners. I mean, to have all you wonderful people listening to me, I think I'm so gracious and thankful. I mean, you're just so wonderful to take the time to hear what I have to say, and I really do appreciate it. Um, I have a lot to say, so I guess I'm going to be in my 90s, and you'll still be hearing me on a podcast. <laughs> no, by then you'll be a hologram in my house probably. We're watching. We're sitting at the table and having wine. But anyway, I like to think about the future. Uh, just know that someone, uh, back to this, someone uh, 20s, 30s uh, can get breast cancer, and breast cancer is not picky. It's not picky. It doesn't pick uh, just certain people. It, it, it picks anyone. It, you don't know. It's, it's not a certain type of person with a spunky personality or a hateful person with a horrible personality. Breast cancer is not picky. <laughs> so, of course, we become a higher risk as we age. Um, and I know I'm, I'm making, uh, there's some lightheartedness in, in this podcast. It is a very serious thing, but sometimes I have to throw in humor because that's who I am and because it gets me through without crying. So see, <laughs> so bear with me. Um, sometimes I uh, find humor helps me through hard times. I did have a friend once that she got a little upset with me, and she said, you laugh about everything. You find humor in horrible things, and I don't find humor in horrible things. But it helps me get through them. And sometimes I will joke, and probably not at the right time, but that's who I am. And I guess I'm hiding behind the joke because, yeah, the other day I was just bawling for no apparently reason. But anyway, so... <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, the good news is that as long as you touch, look, and talk to your GP, you'll be on top of things. Ask health questions to your grandmother, to your aunts, to your mom. Don't be embarrassed. They may not want to talk about it, but tell them it's important to you because you and I both know they're not going to be here forever. Um, it is a private thing, again. Um, ask them about cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, anything. Any, any health issues you are concerned about, talk to your family. Find out history because sometimes certain diseases skip a generation. So just find out about certain things. Now... I have lost, um, like I said, some friends and family, and, and that's hard to deal with. But did we ask questions? We, we just didn't. Why didn't we ask questions? Because some people just don't really want to talk about their personal health issues. But tell them it's about you, and you want to know for the future. Tell them to write it down, put it in an envelope, and then they don't need to discuss it. I don't know. But, um, again, don't feel weird about looking at yourself either. I, myself, <laughs> I'm not a fan of seeing myself naked. <laughs> um, it scares me half the time. But my bathroom has a wall, uh, and it's a mirror. So guess what? <laughs> Yay, I get to see myself naked every day. So 
I get to see my voluptuous naked body daily. Sometimes I think I'd close my eyes, but I'd probably thaw. Then I'd have to crawl and get up on the shower for assistance or call my husband. Uh, yeah, yeah, not worth the trouble. So, yes, I do see myself naked. And it is, I'm joking about it, but, I mean, it is what it is. I am who I am. And I love myself. And I do. Oh, you know, you see pictures of yourself sometimes like, oh, my God, I'm huge. Or, oh, my God, my hair. Oh, my God. Guess what? That's it. That's who you are. That's who I am. If you can't, we need to learn to accept who we are and love us. I mean, I love myself. I don't take care of myself as much as I should, I think, but I do. I love I love who I am and I love my life. Are there pitfalls in my life? Of course. Nothing ever comes easy in life. We've got to find happy and choose happy. But anyway, if... Oh, okay, back to this. I, I have lost... My grandmother, my mother, an aunt to cervical cancer, and I've lost friends because of breast cancer or some type of cancer. And if you are going through a bout of breast cancer at this time, I'm sending you prayers of healing. And remember, you're not alone. You're not alone in this journey, and God will bless you. And those of you who are in remission, God, God has blessed you. So remember those three things, touch, look, talk to your GP. If you have any signs or any differences in your body, love your body, take care of your body, look, your, look at yourself, give yourself those self-examinations. They are so stinking important. They could save your life. Well, this is Henry, and happy October. And take care of yourself and go find your blessings. 